You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're going to be talking about a mindset shift that might sound a little confronting at first, and that is we need to shift from having a victim mindset to an owner's mindset. If this is your first time listening to Her Leadership Coach, or even if it's been a while, you might not have heard I launched the Her Leadership Way Manifesto about a month back now. It's a simple printable guide to keep you focused on the three principles and nine shifts that form the foundation for being a leader from the inside out. Now, if you don't have your copy yet, you'll find the link in today's show notes or feel free just to send me a message. I'll get the link to you. But today we're looking at the second of the three supporting shifts for our second principle. (laughs) can get confusing here, but the second principle is we take 100% responsibility and the second of the three supporting shifts for that principle is we need to shift from what is often referred to as being a victim of our circumstances into being the owner of our lives. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever felt like your career is just something that happens to you rather than by you? Sometimes we can feel quite powerless at work. I remember the frustration with my boss as I waited for her to help me get experience as a leader. You know, that experience they ask for when you're applying for a leadership role and you've never had a leadership role. Big spoiler alert, I never got that help. I remember feeling resentful at being made to go back into the office, even when there was no one else from my team in that said office. Okay, yep, complete honesty here. I step in and out of struggle with this one. Yes, I'm a work in progress. Um, As a public servant, I remember worrying about who was going to win the next election and what that might mean for my job. That's a, a cyclical worry, that one. This idea that you are at the mercy of external factors like that is known as victim mentality. And the problem is, if we stay there too long, it can stop us from taking ownership of our own careers and reaching our full potential as leaders. All right, try this. Let's pretend your life and career is a garden. When you're in a victim mentality, You're like the gardener who's just standing there resting on his pitchfork, watching frustratedly as the elements wreak havoc on your garden. You're at the mercy of the wind, the rain, the locusts, whatever other pests are involved in gardens, and you feel like you've got no control over the outcome. Now, your garden might grow. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't, but it's not thriving like it could be. When you shift to a more empowered, proactive owner of my garden mindset, you become a master gardener who takes control of your garden. So you plant the seeds, you tend to the soil, you protect your plants from the elements, 
and you make sure they have what they need to grow and thrive. Your garden then becomes a reflection of your hard work and dedication and the results speak for themselves. So think of yourself as a master gardener in charge of your own garden of life and career. You get to choose what seeds to plant. You get to choose how to care for your soil and how to protect your plants from the elements. You put in the work and watch your career grow and thrive because of it. But how do you know if you're not in the driver's seat right now? Okay, well, let's look at some clues you might need to work on this shift because often we don't realize that what we're doing falls into the victim mindset. It feels quite normal. All right, first clue is when you're blaming others. Maybe you find yourself blaming others for your lack of progress or success, like your boss or teammates are constantly holding you back. You might think it's because they don't like you. You might be saying things like, if it wasn't for so-and-so, I'd be much further ahead by now. We can also get into blaming circumstances as well as people. I don't know if any of this sounds familiar. I'm too young to get promoted. I'm too old to get promoted. I'm too loud to be a good leader. I'm too quiet to be a good leader. I'm too ugly. I'm too pretty. Yeah, I've heard all of those things. And yes, the world is full of biased people who might just be thinking those things about you. However, you also might be in a victim mindset when you decide those things are the only reasons you can't progress in your career. Blaming others and blaming circumstance takes away your power to change your situation and to become a leader in your own right. Okay, Clue number two is when you're making excuses. So you might find yourself making excuses for why you haven't got promoted or why you can't take action towards them. Things like, oh, I don't have enough time. I just, I can't get to writing my cover letter. Or I don't have the right skills. I'm going to wait until I have another certificate or a degree. Or I don't have enough confidence. Hear that one often and I get it. But all of those can be signs of a victim mindset. While they may be legitimate challenges, a victim mindset sees them as, as if you can't overcome them, right? They're insurmountable obstacles rather than challenges that you can climb over or through or under. All right, third clue that you might be in a victim mentality is feeling powerless. So you may feel like you have no control over your circumstances or the direction of your career. You might think that success is just a matter of luck or perhaps who you know, rather than something you can actively work towards. And again, this can lead to a feeling of powerlessness, which can be a significant barrier to taking action towards your goals. You just stop. You just don't do anything when you're feeling powerless. Now, it's important to note here that blaming others for our circumstances is a natural human response to difficult situations. All of us do it to varying degrees. And it's not a productive mindset for achieving success. It's not going to help us get to a leadership role or 
embrace being a leader. Look, everyone has things thrown at them that are less than ideal every day. The boss yells at them. A customer doesn't feel like they were consulted enough and makes a complaint. We didn't get the job. But it's how we deal with those circumstances that makes the difference. It's what lessons we learn and how we move forward from them that makes us a leader. We can blame the boss for our crappy feeling for the rest of the day and no one would think less of us. Or we can choose to take responsibility for how we respond to the situation. We can choose to learn from it, use it as an opportunity for growth, or we might decide what he was yelling about was nothing to do with us and everything to do with his own fears and simply, as Elsa says, let it go. Now, I often get pushback here. It's not okay for a boss to yell at me. If I simply let it go, isn't he just getting away with it? Yeah, I totally get that. It's exactly what I used to think when I first heard about this shift until I really understood it. Moving from a victim to being in control is not about letting the other person off the hook. In fact, really, it's not about the other person at all most of the time. I've had a boss yell at me. And let me tell you, I felt really crappy for the rest of the day and probably most of the next day, if I'm being super honest. I was so embarrassed because he did it in front of the entire floor and also a little bit indignant, right? Because what he was yelling at me for hadn't even happened. Although painfully, my brain didn't click into that fact until after I got through that deer caught in the headlights feeling while he's in the middle of yelling at me, which is also known as that freeze part of the fight, flight, freeze or fawn. And I'd already walked away by then. What I realized, though, in retrospect, was my crappy feelings didn't touch him at all, right? Me blaming him didn't affect him. He didn't know that what was going on in my head. It only affected me and my feelings and how I was acting around everyone else. And so I could have taken ownership of that situation by first looking for how I might have contributed to him yelling at me. Not the yelling part, okay, because that's never all right. But maybe the step before that, what was he yelling about? Was there something I could have done differently so I know for next time? And then secondly, I needed to understand that him yelling at me said more about him than it did about me. And I needed to find a way to let that go. So, for example, now I know I could have taken a deep breath, allowed the feelings that were coming through me to be really felt rather than squashing them down, which, you know, that's something we feel like we need to do at work. And yes, we don't want to break down in tears in front of the boss, but sometimes it means maybe you need to go to the bathroom, maybe you need to take a walk outside. Uh, It doesn't mean bursting into tears, but it does mean letting that well of emotion be felt, be seen, right? And then after I've felt the emotion, looking at what I needed to do in that moment to make myself feel more valued. Because after that, I definitely felt devalued. If I'd done those things, that would have made me feel a lot better in the moment, right? And still would not have had any effect on him at all. 
He didn't know what was going on in my head, whether it was positive or negative. Now, if I took that to the next level and let him know that his approach was not acceptable, if there was something, if there was some way of doing that that was safe in a safe environment, or if I felt like doing that was actually going to affect change, that will be a better outcome than me feeling like a victim and wallowing in self-pity. So yes, we can look at blaming others. We can make all the excuses under the sun as to why we are where we are. But at the end of the day, none of that helps us to move forward. So time to turn things around and take control of our gardens, our lives and our careers. So I want to give you a fun and simple exercise today to help you shift from being a victim to being the owner of your circumstances. All right. So you'll need a sheet of paper for this one. Your mission today, should you choose to accept it, is draw a line down the middle and create two columns. The left column is called my current reality and the right column is called my ideal reality. And I want you to spend five minutes, have a cup of coffee, writing down the current situation in your work and life in the my current reality column. And then take each item and write down the ideal situation or outcome in the my ideal reality column. So for example, if right now you feel like your current reality is you're stuck in a dead end job with no growth opportunities, your ideal reality becomes working in a challenging and fulfilling role with opportunities for professional growth. All right. Once you've done that, just take five minutes. It doesn't need to be a forever chore. Now, take one item from your My Ideal Reality column and come up with one small action you can take this week to bring you closer to that reality. Not listening to the little voice in your head that's saying, oh, but that person or oh, but this situation. Let them go and come up with one small action. It could be reaching out to a mentor or a coach for advice. It could be researching new job opportunities that might get you motivated or excited, or even enrolling in a course to develop a new skill. Limitless options, guys, limitless options. Okay, thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about shifting from victim to the owner of your career and life, come and join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group. We would absolutely love to have you. You'll find the link to that in the show notes, as well as the link to the Her Leadership Way manifesto. Make sure you grab your copy. I've been enjoying the photos that have been coming in, showing me where it is in your desk or on your wall. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you'll know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others to find the show. And I would really appreciate it. And hopefully so would they. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.